The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Tristie, an associate pastor at Sprout Senior, and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KCY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJL Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and VR Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. D. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959 to continue the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are. And the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today we are celebrating Independence Day and the 38th anniversary of our Kauai Branch Church. We pray that the Lord will bless and strengthen Pastor Leonard K. Wasano Sr. and his faithful help meet Miss Deborah Asano as they oversee the work on Kauai. 
And may the Lord bless all the saints and friends who gathered together in sweet fellowship for the anniversary service. The church choir, under the direction of Amelia Horn, will sing the spirited and uplifting song entitled, We Are More Than Conquerors. They will be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. Jesus is our wonderful Lord and Savior. He has conquered death, hell, and the grave and reigns victorious on his throne on high. He is there to fight the battles for God gives the victory. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words appear on your television screen. The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song entitled Onward Christian Soldiers and Forward March. Yes, dear television viewers, we should forget 
the things we've done in the past and move onward and forward to victory. Our Lord is the great burden bearer and able to make all the crooked pathways straight. As we press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus, there is only victory ahead. Cheryl and Abing will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the Spirit-inspiring song, We Have Come Into His House. 
doing her background music will be Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Mason Asano Sr. George Truly on the guitar. We come together to gather in His name. We gather in the house of the Lord to magnify and exalt His name. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who is the Alpha and Omega, the soon coming Bridegroom, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled, Praise the Lord and Give Thanks, America. We praise and thank the Lord for the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. He is our mighty God, worthy to be praised. Thank you. 
Yeah. Hey.
We are blessed to hear from members of the church band to play the song, Onward Christian Soldiers. We are soldiers for Christ who fight the war against principalities and spiritual wickedness. Daily we must put on the spiritual armor of the Lord, which is to name a few are the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, and the sword of the Spirit. The Lord promised a year of victory for those who will stand fast one with the other and go all the way with Him. Associate Pastor Marvin and Cheryl and Abing will now blend their voices to the song entitled, It's Not an Easy Road. The words of this song are uplifting and most befitting for the times we are living in. No, it's not an easy road, but Jesus walks with me and brightens my journey and lightens every heavy load. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a dear sister in Christ 
who is none other than Miss Eleanor Holt. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life in your walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful Sunday. Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. 
from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR-TV channel 24 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning a schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing service at 7 p.m. From Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Kessner Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Averio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Adrian Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. Welcome, dear television viewers, to another telecast presentation featuring our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is always the main feature of each Kingdom of God crusade telecast. Please join me in the reading of God's Word in today's sermon entitled, Our Daily Actions in Support of America, which teaches us how to make the right choices in serving our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in our daily lives. A star flashes across the sky and it lasts but for a few seconds, yet we are awed by its brilliance, and nations, too, have flashed across the span of history and then faded suddenly into oblivion. When our founding fathers signed their names to the Declaration of Independence, they believed that America would be different and that this nation, with her spacious skies and amber waves of green and abundant beauty, would stand the test of time and liberty. But liberty and the pursuit of happiness do not come cheap and this fact can be attested to by the men and women who shed their blood on the battlefields past, present, and future. The Declaration of Independence was finalized after much prayer and supplication for guidance by men of God. After 13 more years of deep reflection, the Declaration gave birth to an uncompromising American Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We as Americans will soon celebrate another birthday of America, and it is time for every American citizen to reflect upon what has been bequeathed to us. 
and it is also a time to reshape our values and rededicate ourselves to our country to keep America the greatest nation on the face of the earth. We stand at a time to reconsider our failures, our successes, and to start building a new future rededicated to truth, justice, equality, and freedom for all mankind, regardless of the skin color and the ethnicity of mankind. The Lord God spoke to the prophet Samuel in 1 Samuel 16, 7. It reads, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. God is no respecter of persons and in every nation. He that feareth the Lord Jesus Christ and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Now, who were these men who attached their names to the Declaration of Independence? Like Christians before them, they pledged their lives and sought to be faithful unto death. This meant that not only would they be faithful unto death, but also that should their lives ever be in jeopardy because of their actions, they would stand firm. It was this spirit that sustained the men who shaped the beginning of our great nation. They understood the importance of a solid foundation as declared by Paul in 1 Corinthians 3.11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Therefore, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is that solid rock. An engineer once explained that a large suspension bridge was supported by cables, which were embedded in solid rock so they could withstand the stress and strain put upon them. The same principle was applied by America's founding fathers, for they knew that God was the only sure foundation upon which to build a nation that would endure since all the foundations of the earth are out of course. We therefore can see that the sovereignty of God was deeply rooted and grounded in the American spirit from the very beginning. They also believed that all values worth living for come from the Lord Jesus Christ as God himself. They looked to the Lord Jesus Christ as the source of all wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Job was asked by the Lord God in Job 28, 20, Whence then cometh wisdom? And where is the place of understanding? The nation's founders believed God's answer to Job given in Job 28, 28. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Our great nation was born out of faith and trust in God. For 241 years, we have been building on that solid foundation. Therefore, 1 Corinthians 3, 9 and 10 adds this exhortation. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. And today the question we need to ask ourselves is, how have we built? And we can quickly point out the almost unbelievable growth 
and productivity, which has come about through our God-given wisdom and enterprise. Yes, today we've taken, make, taken remarkable leadership and have made significant progress in the areas of scientific research, advanced technology, space exploration, and military might. We can thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the freedom of religion and freedom to openly worship our God in spirit and in truth. Whatever our belief, no one can close our church because it does not coincide with others. Today, we also have a separation of church and state. And we have no state church in America. And each one of us who worships God can worship according to the dictates of his or her own conscience. We are not required to support a church or religion in which we do not believe. And we are also very thankful for the privilege of free speech and freedom of the press. And we can preach on any subject without fear of someone trying to stop us, just as an editor can freely write what he or she so desires. Another term that is very important to all of us is the term liberated. It means to set free, released from slavery of sin, imprisonment, captivity, or any other form of control. Today, we need a declaration of independence to set us free from those carnal and sinful forces that make us slaves and keep us in bondage. The Lord Jesus Christ adds this explanation of truth in John 8, 32 to 30 and 36. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. The political arena has also contributed to further decline and corruption of honesty and the pursuit of happiness. Principles of truth and justice have given way to political expedience, personal profit, and compromise. And the only right answer is to trust, believe, and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Therefore, some may ask, what has brought us to this situation? Some may point to the changes in our educational system. In other words, Jesus Christ, the God of creation, has been replaced by the God of evolution and false doctrines. Truth has been replaced with relativism. Morality has been replaced with expediency. And today, we can plainly see that young people are not being taught and given the whole truth of God and the positive teachings of God's Word, God's Word, the Bible, to believe in. Pontius Pilate asked Jesus Christ this question, what is truth? Jesus Christ, God himself, answered the question for every man, woman, and child in John 14, 6. It reads, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Yes, dear television viewers, today we need to know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. A man named Nicodemus came to see Jesus Christ by night, searching for the truth. And he and all mankind were instructed in John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, 
Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The Lord Jesus Christ inserted the word again because he knows that every man, woman, and child has been born once of their parents. And he commanded everyone in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ further commands in John 3, 6, and 7, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The phrase born again may sound somewhat strange. And you may be asking yourself, what does it mean? God's Word, the Bible teaches that no one can gain entrance into heaven by good works. Therefore, Titus 3, 4 through 5 expounds. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior toward man, appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. For God's Word states that there is none righteous, no, not one. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Our own personal experiences teach us that we have all broken God's laws and have not done the best that we could do according to God's Word. And all mankind by nature is described as being dead in trespasses and sins, alienated from the life of God, or simply as having not life. Just as the body without physical life is declared physically dead, so a person separated from the life of God, as described in the Bible, is described as being spiritually dead. And being dead in our trespasses and sins, we will not be able to enter heaven. Therefore, we must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit to be cleansed from sin by the blood of Jesus Christ. We then can be restored into fellowship with God and begin to live a new life above sin with Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ came to die on the cross of Calvary to bring us new life. And in John 10, 10, Jesus Christ declares, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Having a new life in Christ Jesus brings mankind much joy and true happiness in Him. And being born again gives us a new life that is happier and fuller than the life we had before being baptized and filled with God's Holy Spirit. Rebirth is the miracle that the Lord Jesus Christ, God Himself, initiates and completes. We become new creatures in Christ Jesus, and without this spiritual rebirth, every man, woman, and child will remain outside the family of God. To be born again means that we must go down into the water, be buried in it, and then come up out of the water just as Jesus Christ Himself was baptized in the River Jordan. 
And to be born of the Spirit means we must be filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue as the Bible evidence to prove we have the Holy Spirit within. Acts 2.38 is God's commandment given to all mankind. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Water baptism is fulfilled by using the name of Jesus Christ because the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Acts 4.12 thereby confirms the authority and saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. In America today, we find that the mass media have also contributed to the eroding of our nation's moral fiber. Things previously not acceptable on television and in movies have become commonplace today, such as violence, looting, burning, and killing, which only fuel the thoughts within people to commit such horrendous acts in real life. Sexual perversion, obscene and profane language is being used by many around us in our daily lives and hometowns, and this is often being presented graphically on the screen or in the press. As America departs from its Christian principles, our good and moral life is being devalued. We also can see how the lives of unborn children are snuffed out, and medical experts tell us that the practice of legalizing euthanasia and infanticide will soon be an accepted medical practice. 1 Thessalonians 5.3 confirms the billions being spent on machines of worldly destruction for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Jesus Christ also warns in Matthew 24, 7 and 8, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Paul denotes in Acts 17, 26, and hath made one of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation. Oppression of other races has been part of our heritage, and God will surely judge us for it. We are living in perilous times, threatened by crime, nuclear warfare, economic and ecological collapse, and a multitude of other problems. Today, people use alcohol, drugs, entertainment, or anything to temporarily block out reality, but there is no real escape in these things. We are assured today that the Lord Jesus Christ is mankind's only true answer and remedy, as defined in 1 Corinthians 10, 12-13. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but as such as such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. However, despite the many important achievements made in America, trouble and danger critically threaten our future within our great nation. 
Over the years, some things have become part of American life, which can only lead to our downfall. We therefore can see the effect of deterioration on every side. Crime is on the rise, the family is disintegrating, and political corruption and cheating are rampant. All across our country, from sea to shining sea, people have erected altars to cults, mysticism, asceticism, etc. And today, people are worshiping the goddess of licentious, that is, worshiping sex symbols and engaging in immoral activities of every kind. Homosexuality, incest, child and wife abuse, pornography, etc., are on the rise. Sex is commercialized on television and in every other kind of media. Men and women who are created in the image of God have descended into the bestiality of the jungle. However, God's word, the Bible declares in Proverbs 14:34, righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The Apostle Paul adds this exhortation in Romans 1, 24 to 28, wherefore God hath also given gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worship and serve the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lusts one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemingly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Because of these current events, people free, feel threatened, insecure, powerless, and insignificant. Life seems to be losing its meaning and purpose, and very few are standing up for truth and righteousness and able to give the right answer. The basic reason for the crisis faced in America today is that we have turned our backs upon Jesus Christ, God himself, and his word. Mankind has rejected God's sovereign authority and has gone his own way in a sinful unbelief and rebellion against God. And despite how great our nation has been, we cannot go on in rebellion against God's word and God's standard without inviting God's judgment. God's word declares in Hebrews 13:8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. To remain the greatest country in the world, we must stand upon the strong foundation of God in Christ Jesus. Described in Matthew 28, 18, it says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Jesus Christ and the power of God's Holy Spirit is what mankind needs to transform him, just as the 120 did on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem. The Lord Jesus Christ instructed his disciples in Luke 24, 49, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. The Lord Jesus Christ further stated in Acts 1, 8, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost 
is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. God's Word in Acts 2, 1 through 4 describes their spiritual experience. It reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. We conclude today's sermon topic. In 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. it reads, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The Lord Jesus Christ is counting on our actions through daily prayers and serving him to keep America great and to prepare us all to respond when the Lord Jesus Christ calls us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, or review our telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor, Evelyn H. Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. The church band will conclude today's telecast with a spirited and lively song entitled, Everlasting Life is Free.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.